Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Please hold for an important message. Hi, you've reached Maggie's voicemail. I can't come to the phone right now or I'm choosing to ignore your call. Leave a message after the tone. Hi, Maggie. This is Sarah Adams, your podcasting co-host and partner. I was just calling to remind you that we will be on two upcoming podcasts talking about Unstable Topics. That would be Napping Through Happy Hour. It's currently out and upcoming, the podcast Breaking Big. So if you could just make sure to mark your calendars. Um, If I don't hear from you, I will catch up with you on the pod. And again, this this is Sarah Adams. End of message. Your episode of Unstable Topics will be starting in... Three, two, one, fight! Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. It is summer among us, upon us. And so my children are all home in case any any sounds are making it into the background of the podcast. How you guys making it this summer? We're doing, you know, we've been very busy. So, mm-hmm. um, so far so good. And it hasn't been, I mean, it's been hot, but like we're not in August yet. I feel like it's coming for us next week. I looked at the future forecast and it's like all 100 degrees. Once it once it starts to go 100, it's like a domino effect, you know. Staying busy. Staying busy. Same here. Same here. We had camps. We got uh, vacation coming up. Vacation travel. Going to go see my brother and sister-in-law in Denver in July, over the 4th of July. So I'm looking forward to that. Be super fun. Is it hot in Denver in the summer? I think it gets hot. I think it might cool off at night though, but I feel like it gets in the nineties. But once Ugh. you get if you get into the mountains though, that's where that's where the gold is. Literally and figuratively. Literally going <laughs> mining for gold. Yeah. I feel like growing up it didn't get as hot. I mean I guess you're in Rochester. Yeah. But it's but my friend was saying that in Rochester it's been like in the nineties already. So I don't know if it's just like unseasonably, like a week of unseasonable warmth or if it's going to be like that. Because our plan is to escape the heat in August and go up Mm -hmm. to Rochester. But if I'm escaping 110 for 98, Mm -hmm. I'm... (laughs) Look, all I can say is global warming. You know, that's all I can say. I have nothing else to add. I have nothing else to add. I know. But I will say when it's... I will take the heat over the cold. Because I think about that a lot when it's coming up and it's going to be 100 degrees and it's going to be miserable outside. You're going to sweat. I'm like, I still think I would take that over three degrees outside. Yeah. It's easier. I don't know, though. I don't know. 
kind of takes the same amount of prep to go out. I was going to say like it's easier because you don't have to put on like hats and mittens and gloves, but you have to put on sunscreen and you can't, you have to put on shoes because your feet will burn. Yeah, but those shoes are like usually on my going on the feet anyways. And sunscreen isn't like a snowsuit. I was watching House Hunters last night as I usually do before bed because it's very relaxing. I love to see and I'm very voyeuristic in that. I'm like, I'm going to see these houses. Love it. And they were buying a home in South Dakota. And I'm like, why? Because it was winter. Mm. And so they were looking at this house and they did an aerial shot and it's like a new construction area. So there's not a lot of trees. There's probably a pasture. But you don't know because it's just all snow. It's all white. And they went into the house and like the basement, the snow was like piled up on the window. And I'm like, why would you do this to yourself? I know. And they're like, it's normal. It's fine. This is this is normal. And I'm like, no. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It. I think about that a lot about like old people in Rochester where I grew up or even like just anywhere up north and how like – they just have like you see people that are in their 90s shoveling their sidewalks and stuff and i'm like you have to be built honestly you, you got to be built tougher you do you do to to be a north or south dakotian yeah. or any type of northerner it's hard yeah cuz there's no sun there's no sunshine and the sun sets at like 4 i know but then in the summer the sun doesn't set till like 10 p.m. it's true cuz you're basically it's basically alaska Basically, you can see Russia from your house. You know, eventually, like if you look hard enough, you could see anything from <laughs> anywhere. If you if you just try, you could you could probably do what my next fact says too. Okay, I was waiting to see when this fact was because I'm like, okay, Maggie, let's get to. It. <laughs> okay, well, let's get to it. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? Hey, I'm ready for my fact. Thanks to summer heat and thermal expansion, the Eiffel Tower can be 15 centimeters taller in the summer months. That is fascinating. 15 centimeters, which I don't know how that converts to inches, but... Do you think it just grows out the top? I think the whole thing expands. And then, like, all the metal expands because of the thermal expansion. And because of that, it all grows. It's the Eiffel Tower's summer 15. You know? We all go... We all go through it, and there's no shame in that. I say embrace it. Embrace that Eiffel. Yeah. Embrace your 15, and if you lose it, you lose it. Great. No big deal. But if you don't, you look great too. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, like uh, your pants become capris if you're the Eiffel Tower in the summer. Yeah. Because you're just like 15 Which is perfect tall. anyways because you, you need the extra wind on your legs. How many inches is – do you know off the top of your head? How many inches is 15 centimeters? Yeah. No clue. I live in America. I mean, why would I do that? Because I know that it's less than, like, in my head, I can't stop thinking inches. You know, I'm like 15 centimeters, but I'm converting, I'm just converting like in a one-to-one way, like centimeters to inches. So I'm like, that's over a foot. And then I'm like, I don't think it is though. I think it's like no. three inches. I mean, don't you dilate in centimeters? Oh, yeah. Okay. So 10 centimeters, like the width of a baby head. Sure. So it's a one and a half baby head. One and a half baby head. It's like this. It's a lot. But you know what? There's no shame. And we're not saying that Eiffel Tower in the sense of like a lot. Wow. You should be ashamed. We're saying that as a fact. It's just it's just a lot. That's a lot to grow. And then shrink back when it's cool. Yeah. Well, it's just true. Think about your, your rings and your hands, which is why I don't wear a lot of my rings in the summer because my hands expand because it's hot mm-hmm. and it's humid. But in the winter. Which is funny because I um, – my – my hand has just expanded and I've, I haven't been able to get my ring off in over 
two years. You still can't get it off? No. Like, this is me trying to get it off. And you haven't lost circulation, which is impressive. No, it's my finger is like a sycamore tree just growing around this ring. (laughs) It's like, till death do us part and (laughs) until your bloating goes down. I can't get it off. I And so it's on me. Well, till death do you part. Sorry, Kyle. You stuck with me. Because <laughs> I can't get the ring off. And for other reasons. But Yeah. But that's. So that's, that's one of them. Sarah, are you ready to react? I am so ready. Okay. So the Eiffel Tower can grow in the summer. If you could be 15 centimeters taller or shorter, which would you pick? Shorter. Really? Yes. 100%. Because I feel like. I'm not very tall. I'm 5'8", which is a slightly above average, I believe. But growing up, it gave me enough stress for jeans. Jeans never were long enough for me. Mm. And the fashion at that time is what the fashion is now. So it's the wide leg. It was the boot cut. So you could not get away with a shorter jean. Like if right. it wasn't hitting the floor, it would look awkward and not cool. Mm-hmm. So very stressful time. And now it's very stressful again because I'm like, it's not going to fit me lengthwise unless you spend like a lot of money on jeans anyways i digress i would be shorter i think fashion fits better on shorter mm-hmm. I, it's do. interesting because i would pick taller for the really? opposite for the same reason but like opposite because i have teeny tiny little legs you know my legs uh-huh. half of my body is torso and then the other half is my leg and so it's hard to wear pants for the same reason because, but my pants are always dragging. But you know, I'd have to be specific. I'd say if I was 15 centimeters longer in the leg, not just long, mm-hmm. but if I was 15 centimeters longer in the torso, I, I would have the same I think problem. it's just an o- overall shrinking. Like you take your same proportion and you stretch or you shrink in the same proportion. So you don't stretch out mm-hmm. and you don't crumple up. You just, your proportions stay the same. But then I would still have the same problem with jeans. No, I don't think so. They wouldn't be still long. You would be taller. Yeah, but my but I'd have to get a bigger size because my waist yeah. would be bigger. Yes. So then I'd get the bigger waist, and then because I'd get the bigger oh. waist, my pants would still be. Huh. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So I don't know. I think that this is a lose lose. Honestly. You know what it's telling us is that we're perfect just the way we are. Oh. And jeans are the problem. Not not our jeans, but blue jeans. you thought there could only be one game about celebrities named Jack in a 15-minute weekly podcast, you'd be wrong. you, Jack. But you are right about one thing. Only one Jack can reign supreme in this next game, the Jack-Off. All right, Maggie. In your first corner, you have Jack Lemmon, a prolific actor and comedian. Jack Lemmon's career spanned over five decades, earning him two Academy Awards and numerous other accolades with memorable roles in films like Some Like It Hot and The Apartment. Lemmon's ability to excel in both comedic and dramatic roles made him a beloved figure in the entertainment industry. In the other corner, Jack Benny, a pioneer in the world of comedy, Jack Benny's career spanned radio, television, and film, making him one of the most recognizable entertainers of his time. Known for his impeccable comedic timing and self-deprecating humor, Benny's influence can still be felt in the work of modern comedians. The question, if you were attending your boss's daughter's wedding, which Jack would you take as your plus one? 
That's a good question. Um, because you want your plus one to be funny, but you don't want them to not know when something is serious because it's a wedding, but you want them to be entertaining, but you don't want them to steal the show. Exactly. <sighs> so those are all things that I'm weighing right now. Um, and I, I think I'm, I'm going to go with Jack Lemon. Interesting choice. Mm -hmm. And why do you think so? I think that he does balance. He plays the role well. I think he would play the role well of Wedding Date. I think he would be charming mm -hmm. at the table with the guests. Mm -hmm. I think he would he would dance and people would think, oh, that's good. But he would also, you know, pay respect. He would say something nice to the father of the father of the bride. He would he would be uh, a charmer. Yes. hundred percent. A charmer, not a clown. I would agree with that. I think I would make the same choice. Even though, like, he could be a little – I don't know. I can't think of anything wrong with him because I think he's a great actor, a great performer. He was, and he was a delightful human. That I but know was, of. That yeah. I know, you know. That, that I know. That I – the screen presented it to me. Right. Jack Benny seemed – you like. but if it was, like, an edgier wedding? I guess that's – I guess that's the thing. It'd have to be, like – I'd have to know, know, like, okay, what's the vibe? Is yeah. this, like, a wedding in – a wedding at a at a is it like a, a destination wedding mm -hmm, mm -hmm, where it's a mm -hmm. smaller group but more intimate so like people are kind of letting loose a little more right or is this a formal wedding in town you know let's i think you you got one wedding for each i think jack benny would be the better choice for like a destination wedding because he would be the life of the party and everyone's there to party right i think jack lemon would be great for like your your typical larger event he the crowd would love him everyone would come up and be like oh he's just so great thank you for bringing him yes you know they'd be like when's the wedding and we were like uh and i'd be like i'm already married this is just my wedding date and also he's dead so so, so never i'm not marrying a dead man may he rest in peace but we would still take him to the wedding ding 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 looks like we have a jack off winner congratulations to jack on his victory Sarah, are you ready for your fact? I'm buckled up. I'm ready for it. In 1932, singer Helen Kane sued the production company responsible for Betty Boop, saying that the character ripped off her unique singing style. Unfortunately for Helen Kane, the lawsuit revealed that she herself was the crook and had ripped off the style from the black child singer Baby Esther. Wow. Way to get like justice in the 30s. What a twist, right? It's a twist. That's very brazen of her. I thought the same thing. To know you're already in the wrong and then try and profit off of that even more. Yeah. To be like, I'm going to rip off this child performer and then I'm going to be mad when a cartoon rips from me. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Nope, Helen. Mm, that's that's karma coming back at you. That's mm. what that is. You're not going to get away with it. And she didn't. And she didn't. Which is amazing. It is amazing. I think that it takes a special person to do that, though. You know? Like, something's mm -hmm. got to be a little unscrewed. Well, I don't even think it's that. I think you have, you have like, a lot of self-value. Like, a lot of um, – what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> not pomp. But you just – your ego is inflated. Yeah, because it's right? not like self-worth. Like self-worth is good. Worth. Like believe yes. in yourself. Yes. Find value in yourself. Yes. At some point, you have to be like, uh, am I a little a little much? But it's also if you see value in somebody else, you celebrate it. Like, wow. 
That's amazing. Right. You don't need to rip it completely. No, no and not give credit at least. Yeah. Because imitation is the best form of flattery. I will say, I didn't know who Helen Kane was, but when I Googled imaged her, I was like, oh, that's Betty Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's a pretty one-to-one copy. Yeah. Um, like, likeness is pretty much the same. Hmm. Voice, like, all of I mean, it is, like, a. it's a pretty solid rip. Are you Googling image it right now? No, I didn't, because I didn't. No, I trust you, because I know what Betty Boop looks like, so I, in my mind, see the uh, lifelike version of her. The human version, yeah. The human, yes. Which I love. Do you ever see those videos on, like, TikTok or Reels where it's they take a cartoon character and then they make them look realistic? Is that in your algorithm? No, it's not. My algorithm robot has not decided that is what I should be looking at. Right now, it's a lot of haircuts um, and uh, house flips. Ooh. Mm -hmm. That's what my robot thinks is what I want. DIY house flips? Yeah, like transformation. But I got to be honest, since the algorithm is listening to us, I'm getting kind of frustrated with it because I don't want to see him anymore. Especially because it's like it's a two-parter. I'm like, I don't want a two-parter. Show me the beginning and the end. That's all I, I care about. I hate the two-parters. I don't want a two-parter. I hate it. I'm like, I just want to see, like, this is already sped up to an unrealistic time. Like, just cut out all the middle. I don't care about this. Yeah. I understand you have to sand and cut yeah, wood. Great. Just Fantastic. show me the room. Show me it. Show me oh, the and these, these silly little crafts. They're like, oh, this is a great gift for Father's Day. And it starts off with these simple cardboard pieces. But then you take the cardboard, you glue them together, and then you have to cut out this other little piece of paper and perfectly put it on. And then you have these other little cardboards that you put paper. I'm like, this is for a box? I'm like, no, I'll just go to buy that from Target. This is silly. I know. Why would anyone have the time to spend an hour and a half gluing paper, making sure everything's the right size? Like, sure, it's easy for you because everything's pre-cut. And because you're doing this for content. You're doing this for satisfying content. I'm doing this as a gift. Yeah. If you can suggest it as a gift – It needs to be easy for me to execute. 100%. Algorithm, get it together. Get it together. Speaking of the algorithm, stealing people's ideas. Uh, You ready to react? I'm buckled up and ready. So Helen Kane is a big old talent thief. What is a piece of someone else's personality that you've stolen and claimed as your own? Oh, that's a deep question. Real life, I feel like a lot when 30 Rock was going on, Sue Lemon would say nerds a lot. Hey, nerds. Liz Lemon? Liz Lemon. Yeah. Did I say Sue? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Who's Sue Lemon? Sorry. Is that I a, don't know. I don't know what I is said. Is that a person? Did, is, no, did you steal so. something from Sue Lemon? No. The name Sue is from a podcast that I'm listening to right now. Sue Knight. Oh, Sue Knight. Oh, yeah. You told me about this podcast. The mystery is Sue Knight. Very good. But yeah, I feel like nomenclature like that or from community when um, uh, pop, pop, <laughs> that phrase, if anyone was really big community fan, nope. Like that type of stuff. I don't know if I stole anybody's personality traits, like a person, like a friend. It's easy to steal phrases mm-hmm. because you don't even realize you're doing it. You're having a conversation with someone. It's seeping into your brain. Mm-hmm. Or like you're watching it all the time and then you just can't stop what about you saying it. Oh, I was going to say also – like I transition everything with also, also, also. And I feel like that was – someone in high school would always do that and then I started doing it. 
That's a really great question. I'm going to start self-examining my nomenclature and see if there's anything that feels out of place. Like this doesn't belong to me. I'm going to go put it back. But then again, flattery, imitation is the best, highest form of flattery. I know. And to be honest, like I want some good stuff out of other people to rev up on me. Right. And it seems like I can only think of phrases, but I'm I'm sure there are elements of my entire personality that I have stolen from people. I don't think so. I don't. You're very original and unique. No way. No way. Likewise. I've probably stolen from you and not even, you know, like we've probably just like back and forth borrowed. I wouldn't even consider stealing. I would say take it. If you like something that I'm putting down, pick it up. Yeah. It's like the sisterhood of the traveling personality. Yes. So I I take this all back. Take it back. I still think Helen Kane is kind of garbage, but I do think that it's okay if if parts of your personality and nomenclature is borrowed from someone else. 100%. Because I tell you what, you're not going to make any money off of any traits you pick up for me. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review, subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like it. Or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow. If longer than three minute podcast is too much for you, you can always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on Jam by texting unstable topics to 552266. And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye. Peace. Peace.